Okay. Hey, hey, Aaron Kelly, CEO and co-founder of Memberbot here. So I have Meg with me, Meg Casebell, our SEO expert, and we've been jamming out on kind of like the nuts and bolts of the new blog feature, which if you haven't listened to that episode yet, where we cover, you know, where to put um, your SEO information for individual posts and for the main blog and where to put your analytics code, um, definitely give that one a listen. Today or right now, we are going to be going into a specific user persona, which actually fits us here at MemberVault, where you have existing blog content somewhere else. Uh, so for us, it's on our WordPress site. And you know that you want to move it all over to MemberVault so that it is all in one place. But you're kind of like, ah, like, do I, like, do I move everything over? Should I curate it? Like, what should I do? Is there anything that I need to be considering while I'm doing this? And if I'm moving it over, is there a way to kind of like zazz up that, uh, that content so that I'm making the most of my efforts. And so I have Meg on here to answer those uh, deep and puzzling questions because I don't know the answer. So Meg, <laughs> we'll just <laughs> jump right in. Yeah. So I think sometimes people bring me on as a podcast guest so that way they can get free consulting about their own businesses. And that's how this <laughs> one's going to work today. So, um, good. <laughs> so let's talk about analytics because the answer to this one is not going to be a cut and dry, like just start blogging, right? You, you've already done that. And I can't give you a rule of thumb of like, well, you have X amount of blog posts, so it's worth moving. Um, in this case, you may need to do a little bit of looking at your numbers, which I know can be scary. I will try my best to make it as unscary as possible. Um, so in that first podcast episode, we talked about how to install your Google Analytics. If you just installed it today, maybe wait a week or two to go in and look at the information. Uh, so that way we know that people have been to the site and you can see, you know, that people are actually moving around the site. You'll have some information to look at. If you already have an analytics tracker lined up, then you can go into that tool. Um, and the thing that I want you to look at here, there's just one report. That's it. One report. I don't need you to look everywhere is, um, in Google analytics, it's a report called site content. Um, it's under the behavior tab. We will include <laughs> screenshots of where all of this is. Um, but basically what I want you to use this report to look at is what pages on my website are people actually visiting? And they could be visiting from anywhere. They could be coming from your email list. They could be coming from social media. They could be coming from someone else's website. They could be coming from search, whatever. The, the location from whence they are coming. I can't believe I said from whence. I think I used it correctly. You're so um, fancy. I am so fancy. <laughs> this is why we have dialogues. <laughs> so I can get feedback on my archaic English use. Um, doesn't matter where they're coming from. What I really want to know is, what pages on your website are people seeing? Because if nobody is going to those pages, then don't worry about moving them. Right. <laughs> but if I was going to say like, that's like a no brainer. And then also like, what, it, like how I'm just like, what if two people visited that page? Like, is it valuable? Like, you know, and, and that's kind of a judgment call that you have to make. So if you have, you know, 10 pages that are bringing in 90% of your traffic, then maybe you just want to move over those 10 pages and let it be a purge, or you can export and import or hire somebody to move things over and just move it all over too. So based on how many people are visiting your website, what are the pages that they're looking at? What are your most popular pages? Um, and maybe you want to consider just moving those over. 
Uh, we talked a little bit in the last podcast about like the 80-20 rule of 80% of your traffic comes from 20% of what you create. And so when I was saying like, do 20% of your website, if, if you're going to blog a lot, like do 20% to be really optimized, right? Like, so maybe you want to go in and look at what are the top 20% of my traffic and where are they going? Um, and just move those. That's an option. It doesn't have to be like an all or nothing decision. It can be let me let go of the things that aren't working and make more space and spend some time improving what I am deciding to move. Yeah, and I really like, I think that's the way that we are going to go with it because it's it's all about curating that experience and it's not about like having a bunch of kind of mediocre content. It's more about making sure that when people are on your blog, they are able to find information that is really helpful to them that links to your product, which I know that you mentioned that in the last episode, that that is a very smart thing for you to do. And both from a customer experience standpoint, but also for Google, um, that you're making sure to, to link to your products inside of your blog posts. Um, so that sounds really good to me. My question is, I'm, I'm assuming that most people that are wanting to move over their content like we are, they are going to let go of their Squarespace or their Wix or their, their WordPress site. And it is all going to live in one place on their member vault. Is there so that your domain's going to move over. So that's going to be, you know, it's going to be the same domain that that content was living on before. So in our case, it's like membervault.co is our WordPress site. And then we have the courses.vip, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so it's all going to be membervault.co in the future once we move everything over. I heard you yes. take a big breath. So do you have something that you want to say? <laughs> no, it's okay. You can keep explaining. Okay. So I'm just curious if, there is a strategic or smart thing or anything that um, maybe us newbies to SEO might not know about that we should do when we are making that migration happen. Yes. So if you are moving your domain, you know, you're going from uh, membervault.co being on a WordPress site to membervault.co now living on membervault, so meta, um, <laughs> you do want to go into your domain settings wherever you bought that domain from. You know, if you bought your domain from GoDaddy or directly from Squarespace or Google Domains or wherever, whatever your hosting provider is, wherever you bought it from, cheapdomains.com, whatever. Um, and you need to tell that domain hosting place that you are moving. Um, and also to, when you tell them that you're moving, you're going to like Mike will probably do a better job of explaining DNS settings and all that. Um, but when, when you make that domain shift, you also need to set up what's called a redirect, which is to say to everyone else who's already been to that old version of the site, like that used to be there and now it's here. So if you're moving your entire domain, it's a pretty straightforward process. But if you're moving just specific pages, if you're kind of cherry picking, I'm going to move my top 10 or 20 pages over to Member Vault, um, then you need to go in and be like, those pages used to live at this WordPress site, and now they live at this Member Vault site, especially if the way that the link is formatted changes. So if, if, you know, if you go from a Squarespace site and Squarespace blogs, I'll say like domain.com slash blog slash post title. Um, and then you move it over to member vault and it doesn't have that little blog subdirectory is what they're called. Um, then people would get lost and it would just look like a 404 on your page. So if you are choosing to move anything, make sure that you have a bit of a plan in place around letting people, letting the old 
location be directed to the new location? Yeah, I am very lucky in that Mike handles all of the tech stuff because I'm like, the, the first thing that came to my mind is like, if I was in charge of this, I probably would be like, where did I buy my domain name? <laughs> where is Where do I need to go uh, to do that? And then the second thing is it, I mean, it just, I tell you this all the time that SEO feels like a trip to the dentist. Like this feels like, <laughs> a, this feels like a root canal for your content. Like it just feel. I think if you're not a techie person, um, that this might feel pretty overwhelming. So if you are listening to this episode and it is like making you break out in cold sweats, um, then definitely ask us questions inside of the collaborative. Be like, okay, what do I do? How do I do this? Meg said this, like, I don't know what I should do, or I'm not fully sure, or please direct me to a knowledge, <laughs> knowledge, uh, help doc. Um, definitely go over into the collaborative on Facebook and ask all the questions because we want to support you in making whatever move it is, whether it's your keeping your WordPress or your Squarespace or whatever, and moving most of your blog content over to member vault and then continuing to create content on member vault for the future. Or if you're doing what we're going to be doing, we're going to be sharing how we're doing it, um, which is moving everything over to our member vault so that all of our stuff is in one place, which I got to say, when I was writing the list email yesterday, it was so nice to be able to just like, you know, <laughs> clicking, clicking on the gears for the posts and for the products and just like grab link, grab link. And it was all in one place. And I, I told Mike, I was like, this is so nice as a content creator and like email writer. Like it was just so fast. Um, so I highly recommend thinking about that if it fits with your business model and kind of like your goals and everything, having everything in one place is really nice and fast. Um, but definitely be asking questions inside of the collaborative because we want to make sure that we are giving you the support and the answers that you need. Um, and, and don't be embarrassed if you are feeling, um, nervous about this process. Cause I know I would be, if I was in charge of all this, my palms would be like <laughs> wicked sweaty. <laughs> yes, so we, are, we are here to help. And I think also yes. this decision about whether to move or not to move may become very obvious to you when you go and look at the numbers. Um, whereas right now, when we're talking about it, theoretically, it might feel very overwhelming. So to give you guys some like legitimate examples, I'm looking right now at member vaults analytics and 50% of their traffic goes to their homepage. Okay. We know that, that people are going to their homepage and then 20% is the pricing page. And then the rest of the pages. Oh, and then like the lookup page where people can look up their, whether they have a member vault account. Yeah. And then the blog posts are all bringing in less than 1% of their traffic. So mm -hmm. when we have a situation like that, where it's like, you know, three or four people this year have found these pages. Okay. If it's not worth it, then maybe we don't, we don't move it over or we kind of pick the ones that tell the best stories and update them when they move. Whereas my website, my homepage only gets 20% of my traffic. And then I have another, uh, you know, 12 pages that are all getting more, you know, two, three, 4% of my traffic. So I would have to move more in order to make that decision. Um, and so if you need help kind of looking at this and saying like, <laughs> how do I make a choice? take a screenshot, put it in the collaborative and tag me and we'll talk about it. I, I love that. And also don't be embarrassed because ours is terrible. <laughs> How embarrassing that we have so much content and like, it's not, but I already knew that. So, um, also say like, we are all on this journey together and I'm so glad that we have Meg to help guide us on this SEO cold leads, organic leads journey, because it is really valuable. And especially if you're running an intentional business where you don't want to spend all your time on social media, which is totally a plug for Meg's podcast, which we will drop in um, the show notes. But I mean, this is a really, I think, important discussion for a lot of people right now. 
it's like, I want to do stuff that is going to be evergreen and it's going to take work off my shoulders and I don't have to be doing it every single week. Um, and all of those Seriously. things. So, yeah. So I'm really glad that we're going to be able to be sharing your insights and knowledge with our listeners and our audience, not that anyone is finding us right now, (laughs) Um, but no, we are going to improve and we're going to be sharing our journey. And I'm just really glad that we have you to guide us. So is there any type of resource that you have that you would recommend for this audience um, that is going to be a good fit for them that we can drop in the show notes? Yes. I have a whole course in my member vault about how to read your Google analytics in a way that isn't overwhelming. It's like three reports to give you an idea of where your traffic's coming from, how they're behaving on your site. And that might also give you some insights into this. And then also I'll, I'll throw a link onto a blog post on my member vault, which we can link to, which is, um, you know, how to figure out which pages people are visiting on your site. And I'll include some, some links in there. Awesome. Any last tips? I know we did not include the the, the user story because we went into the member alt one. So I apologize for taking up all the time. But is there any like last little bits um, or tidbits that you want to share with this audience type? Yeah, I think, you know, we can look at the analytics and we can have this conversation about like, how much data do you need to make a decision and what percentage of your audience and blah, blah, blah. Um, but also if you're thinking about consolidating your resources, I want you just to go would this be better for me in the long run? Am I okay with having two different locations or is it worth me figuring out how to consolidate these so that I don't have to have the, you know, 20 bucks a month paid out to Squarespace, or I don't have to update my plugins anymore on my WordPress site, or I can just send people to one place and they can buy and read. Think about not just like, the actual lug of moving things from one page to another, but what are the outcomes and what are the, what's the user experience you want people to have? Yeah. And we will be going more into that one on the next episode in terms of like having things in two different places for people that have big blogs, um, that are, you know, my family is walking past the car and recording this podcast in, <laughs> uh, in the car. And I'm like, how distracting is that? And they're like, Hey kids. I know. Hey kids. Hi. Um, so we will be going more into that on the next episode uh, for people that have a bunch of content already over on another blog that, you know, they don't want to move it. So if that is something that you kind of want to hear more thoughts from Megan, definitely give that episode a listen. And thank you for sharing all of your mental gems um, on this podcast episode, Meg. And I will drop all the links that we referenced um, inside of the show notes. Excellent.